Episode 11, The One with the Concrete Boots. Welcome to Truly Madly Smiley with your host, Lisa, the Smiley Coach. Lisa wrote this podcast because she wants you to grow up knowing you are not alone. She wants to help you feel confident from the inside out and know how truly madly amazing you are. This podcast is powered by unicorns and rainbow sparkles. The only show where children can soak up positivity, confidence, love, and encouragement whenever they need it. Are you ready to get your happy on? Let's go! Hello, lovely wild hearts. It's Smiley here. How are you doing? I'm popping into your world today to share more of my smiley stories. But first of all, I want to know how you are. What have you been up to? How are you doing? You okay? If you're listening to this in real time, it's less than a hundred sleeps until Christmas. Blimey O'Reilly! I bet you're super excited about that, aren't you? Have you started to write your list yet? Or your letter? What, not even in your head? I bet lots of you know what you want already. For Christmas this year, I just want peace and quiet. I really do. When you get older, you don't want things as much. You want to feel good. Well, I'm sounding old now, aren't I? Anyway, it's autumn here in the UK, and that is my favourite season ever. What's your favourite season? Autumn is the season for snuggling, for wearing cosy jumpers and furry boots. I've got Ugg boots, which feel a lot like slippers. They're sort of tan coloured and super furry on the inside. You might even have a pair like that. They're so comfy that you could literally wear them to bed and sleep in them. (laughs) You could. So what are you wearing on your feet today, lovely listener? Have you got slippers on or socks? Or is that some little naked piggies that are staring back at me? Did you used to sing that song when you were little? This little piggy went to market. It's a bit ticklish on your feet. Do you like your feet being tickled? I don't like being tickled, but I quite like my feet being rubbed. That feels nice and relaxing. Actually, that's really good if you're a worrier and you find it hard to sit still. Get somebody to rub your feet for you and ground your energy. So... With feet in mind, not cheesy ones, that brings me nicely onto this week's episode, the one with the concrete boots. Now, I'm pretty sure that you don't have a pair of those. No, me neither. But sometimes when you feel stuck, it is exactly like you're wearing a pair of concrete boots, isn't it? Your feet feel big and heavy and rooted to the spot. Now that is how I felt this week before I tried a new yoga class. I was actually quite proud of myself and I was pleased that I gave it a go. And actually it turned out to be epic. But I didn't know it was going to be epic until after I had tried it. Have you ever dreaded something or not looked forward to it? And then after you've been, it feels like a relief. And then you look back and you think, what was all that about? I'm really glad that I went. For a few moments of feeling uncomfortable, 
it's actually worth the end result. And I'm going to be really honest with you because I always try to be and admit that before I went, I really wasn't that keen on going. My friend wasn't able to make a class that she'd paid for. as She asked me to go in her place. It's called restorative yoga, she told me. I was a bit like, what's that? And my mind, when it doesn't know something or understand it, it starts making up all kinds of excuses. Oh, that sounds a bit tricky. Oh, that's not going to be fun. Oh, that sounds a bit boring. Oh, oh, you're not going to be able to do it. Oh, you haven't been to yoga for ages. You're out of practice. And my brain just churned out all these excuses. Does your brain do that? It will, you know, it will come up with a million reasons not to do it. But the trick is to find one reason why you would want to go and have a nice time. Try something new. Open up your mind. See it like a fun adventure. My brain also needs knowledge and facts to help it understand more. So I went on the Internet and looked up this new kind of yoga. It was Thirsty for information, my brain. It was like a sponge. It wanted to soak up lots of new things that would make it feel more comfortable about going. When I went online and looked it up, it was just lying under blankets in some stretchy yoga poses on a mat with beanbags in my hands and a little eye mask on. Instantly, when I saw what was going to happen, I felt better. I thought, right, I can do that. Yeah, I'm down for it. I'll go. Lying under my blankie, you know, that cosy feeling of autumn is my favourite thing ever. So you see, I found that one really good reason to go. That one reason why I felt it was good for me. But that didn't last very long because then I started to get worried and doubt myself. Do you do that? All those noisy voices I talked about in episode eight. Have you listened to that one? Do you remember Debbie Downer and Chatty Patty? Ugh, they all came back. They all piped up and they kept on going on about all the reasons why I shouldn't go. Thanks, guys. You're really not very helpful right now. What I actually need is a bit of reassurance. I need some cheerleaders cheering me on and saying, go, go, smiley, go and have fun. Because I'd never been before, my brain was making stuff up. But you know, as I said, I'm really glad I gave it a go. Have you ever been to a party or wanted to try an after school club or a new activity? Or perhaps you even had to go away on a school residential trip and be with new people that you don't know. All of that stuff can be super scary and it's natural to feel afraid of something that you don't know about. So if you ever feel like you're wearing concrete boots and you're stuck, you really want to go, but then you find lots of reasons not to. It's like you're rooted to the spot and you're not going anywhere. I've got some things that help you with that. Are you ready? So first of all, I want us to think about, will there ever be a right time, a perfect time to try something new? No, because life isn't perfect. Life is messy. Things go wrong. Things go the, don't go the way we hoped they would. They don't go according to plan. The best time to take action is now. 
You know, if you start giving it too much thought and you let those voices in, you will think, "Mm, no, I'm not going to go this time. I'll go next time or I'll go when it's not raining or I'll go when the moon is in the sky or I'll go when oh, you could just come up with so many reasons. But you just have to seize the moment and go try it. Trust yourself. Just trust that you're going to make the most of it and have a good time. I found that once I'd left the house and I started to notice things on my walk, so I got out of my head and into my body, I moved my body, I got myself to leave the house, so I did it in steps, in stages, and then I just started to take notice of what was going on around me and gave my brain something else to focus on. Do you remember in the last episode, or no, actually I think it was episode nine, when we did the best day ever, Yeah, it was episode nine. I gave your brain an amazing exercise to do to keep it busy and happy. So walking somewhere and noticing or being in the car and looking out the window and counting all the red cars or counting all the blue vans, give your brain a job to do. I also think it was important to celebrate all the things I did to prepare me for going to something new. What I mean by that is I did the research on the internet. I got myself ready to go. I fought back the voices in my head and said, no, 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 I'm not listening to you. I did quite a lot of things to prepare me. And so every time you do something, so let's say you wake up and you're not feeling like you want to do something. Just think about the next thing you need to do and focus on that. So don't think, oh, I've got to go and do that thing today. Think I just need to get out of bed get out of bed and that's tick, step one complete. Then what's next? So you take it in baby steps (laughs) and that stops you from sitting in those concrete boots. When we focus on the end thing, the thing that we're trying to get towards, it then gets too big and overwhelming and that's too much for our brains to deal with at once. It might even help if you wrote your plan on a piece of paper with all the steps in between so you could see what was coming next. And that's another thing you might want to think about. Can you make it fun? Can you put music on and dance around and sing? What can you do to bring fun into going and trying this new thing? Could you see it as an experiment? I'm going to go along and try this and just see what happens. Don't think I'm going to go along and it has to be this way in your head. Because if it doesn't turn out like that, then you're going to be disappointed. I've noticed that I talk a lot when I'm nervous. Yes, even more than I talk now. I know that sounds impossible, but it's true. It's almost like the voice of Chatty Patty. She comes out of my mouth and I Twitter on Twitter on Twitter on Twitter on. Speak very, very fast. Don't breathe and pause for breath. Do you remember her from episode nine, Chatty Patty? She was in that episode with the one with all the voices in my head. I think she comes out because she's looking for reassurance. She wants to know that people will like me. She wants to know that I'm getting it right and I'm doing the right thing. Do you ever feel like that? I think instead of letting her talk and Twitter on, it would be better if I listened more. So do you think in those new situations where you feel anxious and nervous that you're more of a listener or more of a talker? The other thing that I noticed when I went to yoga is how when I got on the mat and I was wrapped up in that blanket, 
how safe I felt. The blanket helped me to feel safe. And so when you're a worrier or you get nervous about things, your brain looks for safety a lot and you have to find a way to help you feel safe. So is there something you can take with you that feels safe and familiar? I don't know. Like, do you have like a little teddy or a key ring or something of your mum's, something that reminds you of home that makes you feel safe? Think of your favourite thing, whatever pops into your head. And maybe you want to carry that around with you. It's good to have something that makes you feel safe. So I also think it's important to tell you that it won't be perfect. When you try something new, it won't be perfect. You won't be brilliant at it. You might be, but it's unlikely that you will be because you're learning something new. And you have to give yourself permission to get it wrong and maybe make the goal more about enjoying a new experience like an adventure instead of making about whether you are the best or whether you get it right or wrong or whether you win. That stuff isn't important. And if you find yourself being harsh on yourself and those voices get really big and make everything really scary, then just treat yourself like you would treat a best friend. Be super, super kind and patient and take your time and just trust yourself that if you don't go this time, there's always next time and you can just try again. That's all we can do is just keep showing up and trying our hardest and being our best. So I had a thought that that might be how it feels for lots of children who are coming to the energy pod for the first time. You know, we meet every week in an online group and we get together and we learn how to deal with our feelings. We talk about them. We learn how to use our breathing and how to be relaxed and We have a lot of fun, but now I've been through that with the yoga class. I started to think how it must feel for you. Could really put myself in those concrete shoes that sometimes you're wearing that keep you stuck. So I wonder if there's anything I can tell you about the energy pod, which will make it easier for you or make you feel excited about coming to join us. So what if I told you it was like Netflix? Have you ever watched something on Netflix? You know, just like watching a movie on the telly. You can watch it on your tablet or on your phone or on your mum's phone or your dad's phone. I talk to you, but I can't see you and I can't hear you. And you can't see anyone else in the group either. You talk to me by typing on your keypad and that comes up on the screen what you type. And you can also send me emojis and thumbs up, smiley faces and angry faces. It's actually quite good fun. I get you to bring some pens and paper so you can draw what we're talking about. Sometimes I might ask you to bring a blankie because we like to get snuggled up and relaxed. You know that's my favourite thing to do now. I also wonder if I tell you some of the special things I can remember from the classes the fun stuff that's really stuck in my mind, if that will help you as well. So I remember at the frustration class, we had to roar like a lion. It was a bit random at first, but then after a while we laughed a lot. At the love class, we did a massage train. So everyone in the family had to line up behind each other and sit down and massage each other's backs and pass on a message 
just by thinking the message, not actually saying it. That was quite good fun too. The funniest class was the worry class when we made ourselves into blanky burritos. Do you know what a burrito is? It's like a wrap. It's a Mexican wrap that you put your food in. So you become the filling of the wrap and your mum has to wrap you up in the blankie. Snuggle, snuggle. But my favourite class of all time has to be the one on creativity, where I get you to draw the story of your life. We actually create a character for you and we send you on a journey and something happens to you. And then after you've drawn the story of your life, you get to work out what it really does mean. And that one's really clever. And that got everyone thinking and going, ooh, ah, ooh, I really like that. I can remember that class really well. Come to think of it, we actually do yoga at the Energy Pod as well. So just like I did in my class, stretching or moving our bodies, breathing slowly to release feelings which have become stuck. It's actually really nice to stretch out your body, especially when you've been at school all day and you're stuck at a desk. Your body's probably happier when you're moving it around. And when we're stuck with those concrete boots on, we're actually full of fear. We're afraid and this helps us to release them. You know, like when we do a burp, it kind of sets everything free. The classes that were really good fun, the ones on kindness, love and creativity, people didn't buy the downloads of those. But do you know why? Because people focus on the feelings that they think are negative. Now, feelings aren't wrong or right or negative or positive. They just are. I know some of them feel a bit more uncomfortable than others. But everyone's focusing on writing the wrong ones instead of noticing how they can get more of the positive ones into their life. I think all feelings are allowed. And if you're a sensitive person like me and you feel things really, really deeply. We talked about that in episode 10, the one with the big ouchy bruise then it's really important that you accept your feelings a part of you and you get to understand them and understand how you can find ways to be with them. How can you be more accepting of all those different feelings and where they come into your body and um, and what they feel like? They feel different for all of us. We all experience things in different ways. So I'm going to link to all of those episodes that I've talked about in the show notes for you so you can have a go. And mums, if you're listening, there is a deal on buying a bundle of four replays. So make sure you check that out when you um, when you go to buy them. I really, really would love to hang out with you guys and get to know you a bit better. And I know that all the energy podders really, really love coming every Monday and checking in and just hanging out and being together. So would it help you to hear what they had to say about the energy pod? Right. Okay. I'll link to a page of video clips that you can hear them talk about the energy pod and all the different things they've learned. They will definitely tell you the truth (laughs) for sure. There are children of all different ages from five right up to older children and of course their parents. So if you're a bit older and you don't want your parents there, if you've got your permission to come, then you can sit through the class on your own. And if you're busy on Monday at five o'clock, because I know lots of you have got amazing social lives and you do loads of fun stuff after school, you can still watch all the classes that I've talked about today. They're available to download on my website. I'll link to all of that in the show notes for you and you can come to a class or download a replay and you'll be able to see that what I'm saying is true. 
It really is just like watching a movie, a movie that makes you feel good. So how do you feel now about starting something new, going to something new without feeling stuck? I can't tell you how pleased I was that I went to that yoga class. It was the best thing I'd done in ages and my body really needed a rest. I felt good for days afterwards. Did you know that apparently there's yoga for dogs now? It's called Doga. Do you have a dog, lovely wild heart? I love dogs, don't you? I hope you've managed to swap those concrete boots for some comfy trainers or slippers and you're not feeling so stuck. I hope you're feeling a little bit lighter. You know, we're done. That was quick. Today's episode went quickly, didn't it? But I hope you found it helpful. To get your hands on all the extra stuff in this episode, be sure to jump on over to the show notes. You'll find them in the usual spot on the website smileyforlife.com TMS11 T for truly M for madly and S for smiley so until next time lovely wild heart take care of you sending you lots of hugs and smileyness I'll see you soon bye bye if you enjoyed that please tell all